friends back again with us the limbats for today we are still going to continue our story about the christmas pig chapter 51 and 52 the truth cp oh no that's CP? christmas pig where's he gone say jack looking around the room then jumping off the sofa and hurrying to the window. He dropped into the seat right behind me, didn't he? Oh no. Jack gaps. He didn't drown, did he? The water's not very deep. Deep. I thought he'd be safe. Now he came to think of it. Jack hadn't heard the splash of the Christmas pig landing on the, in the water behind him. He'd been far too interested in the sight of deep pee on the beach. Staring out of the window, he spotted something in the sky, something that looked like a gigantic bird flying away from the island, and realized it was Hope returning to the mainland with the tapestry bundle still swinging beneath her. The Christmas pig isn't allowed here, Jack, said Toilet Roll Angel in his sing-song voice. This is the place for things that are deeply loved. Up in the land of the living. But why is he flying away? As Jack suddenly scared. I got to take him home. I promise I give I promise to give him to Holly. Now old daddy actually old is not like growing, it's just like Old, like the old toys mm-hmm. is not actually growing it's still young only that it's old because of it looks a bit dirty and rusty uh, it's you eh? it's DP. A... who's DP? DP is you remember last time? really? Yeah. I forgot. Jack said DP placing his trotter around Jack's shoulders again. My brother always knew he wouldn't be able to return to the line of the living with you. Now that my body's been destroyed up there, the only way I can leave the land of the lost is if a toy just like me makes up the loser's numbers. numbers. The Christmas pig decided to take my place. Everything knows that's how it works, but I, I never heard of a thing volunteering to do it. Why would he do that? Whispered Jack. Why? He wanted to make you happy. Said Tippy. He can't have time. Said Jack in a very small voice. I threw him at the wardrobe. I stamped on him. I tried to pull his head off. He understood why you did those things. Said Tippy gently. He was a replacement. And replacements once alivened understand all about their owner from the very start. All that I know about you, he knows. And he's always loved you just as much as I do. as his eyes filled with tears again. He pretended he could come back with me. He made me promise to give him to Holly. He fibbed because he didn't want to, you to feel bad about what he was going to do, said Tippy. Sippy's a modest pig. He knew your heart from the beginning and he believed he could never be to you what I am. 
So he decided to sacrifice himself because your happiness was more important to him than his, than his own. He should have told me! Said Jack. There was a lump and as hard as a pitch stone in his throat. I thought we'd all be able to go home together. I thought I'd still see him. What will he do when he gets back to the mainland? Go to the waste, said Tippy quietly. If I am good mm. to go free, then the Christmas pig must replace me in the land of the lost, as he's broken the law not once but many times. Anything that helps him now will surely be eaten. He always knew he'd have to face the loser if he was to save me. I fear, I fear his time is short. Jack turned back to the window, his eyes blurry with tears. Hope was now a tiny dot on the horizon. He should've told me! Jack repeated as his tears spilled onto his cheeks. It wasn't fair not telling me! He remembered the loser's church light sweeping across the ways and the dreadful story the Christmas pig had told of the loser sucking out of the alivant part of a thing. It's what humans call death. Jack stumbled back to Deepy's little strip sofa, sat down and cried. Striped sofa, sat down and cried and cried. I didn't want this. I never wanted him caught by a loser. I know you didn't, Jack, said Deepy sitting down beside Jack and putting his trotters around him. The toilet roll angel sat on Jack's other side. He couldn't put an arm around Jack because he didn't have any arms, but he sighed deeply and sadly. Jack couldn't stop thinking about all that he and the Christmas pig had gone through together. He remembered how the Christmas pig had pretended not to like him very much and realized that CP had done it to try and stop Jack feeling guilty at this moment. He thought of how CP had saved them from Crusher by his quick thinking and how his little snout had sunk beneath the green water in the city of the mist before Jack rescued him. Now he realized that what he tasted last night in the tapestry had been CP's tears. While Jack had been so excited and happy about going to the island of the beloved, CP hadn't been cry had been crying because he'd known it was the last time he'd ever see Jack, and that when they reached the island of the beloved, they'd have to part forever. All along, Jack had thought that if only he found DP, he'd be happier again, but he didn't feel happy at all. Now when it was too late, he realized he'd come to love CP, not instead of DP, but quite separately, for his brave and good self. In that moment, Jack truly understood what it felt like to be alive and because he understood what he was meant to do. DP? I've got to rescue CP! DP smiled, which, was, which made his snout wrinkle exactly the way CP's did. I hope you decided that, Jack. I'm glad. Will you, will you come with me? You know I can't, Jack, said Dippy quietly, putting his old grey trotter on Jack's hand. You can only take one of us home, but if you save CP, I'll be safe here forever on this beautiful island. It's a wonderful place and every day I think of you and how grateful I am that you love me. 
Jack threw his arms around his oldest friend. He needed Dippy so much, and for such a long time, it seemed impossible that he could let him go. But then Jack thought of Sippy and how much Sippy needed him now, so he let go of Dippy and said through his tears. How will I get back to the wasted hope's gone? For a moment, nobody said anything. Then Toilet Roll Angel piped up. I think I know someone who can help follow me. A famous friend. Jack and Dippy followed the toilet roll angel out of the house facing the beach and off into the town that lay behind it. The buildings on the island of the beloved were all painted in ice cream colors, the streets were very clean and the other old toys there didn't seem to be any other kind of thing here, smiled and said hello as they passed. Dippy seemed to have lots of friends and there weren't any loose adjusters at all. They passed Christmas trees hung with shells and starfish and shops selling buckets and spades and a little market where you could buy beach balls and sunglasses. There was even a grooming parlor where all toys could have splits in their fewers soon up and their eyes soon back on by dolls and teddies dressed as doctors. Toilet Roll Angel at last, pointing to a giant house made of wood set in the very middle of town. The sign over the door said, The Grotto. As Jack had shrunk to the size of Dippy, and the door was human size, he had no hope of being able to reach the doorbell. Who lives here? He asked. You'll see! Said Toilet Roll Angel. You too will have to knock. I haven't got arms. Yes, I'm sorry about that. Say, Jack. I saw me fall when I made you. So Jack and Dippy hammered on the base on the base of the door, but only Jack's knocks made any noise because Dippy's throttle were too soft. Jack could hear footsteps on the other side of the door, very loud footsteps as though they were made by a giant. At last, the door creaked open. There, towering above them, stood an old man with a snowy white beard, dressed in a white vest and scarlet trousers. Santa? Gaps Jack. What are you doing here? Said Santa, who for a moment seemed at a loss for what to say. Well... Things deserve Christmas too, you know, so I I keep a holiday house here. But the living boy in the land of the lost, I would never have believed it. In fact, I didn't think it was possible. It's only possible tonight. If it is still Christmas Eve up there. Said Santa checking his watch. Yes, there's still about an hour to go. Thank goodness then, please. Said Jack. Could you help me rescue the Christmas pig so I can take him from... So I can take him home? <coughs> He's gone to the wasters of the unlimited. And I've got to save him from the loser.
Oh. Said Santa. He stroked his beard for a moment or two, then sighed and said, <sighs> That's something I can't promise, I'm afraid. Oh. Said Jack, biting his lip to stop himself crying again. I'm not allowed to set foot on the mainland, you see? Explained Santa. Loser and I, well, it's complicated. I give and he takes. Up there, I mostly have things my way. Here below, he has his. I can fly you to the wastes of the unlimited in my sleigh, as long as I don't land. But then I have to leave you. Are you sure you wouldn't rather go home to your bed? It would be it would be far safer, and I could make that happen easily. Wait, no. Say, Jack, shaking his head. the Christmas pig. In that case, said Santa, you're a very brave boy and I shall ready my sleigh. Wait there. Santa went back inside his house and closed the door and Jack, DP and Toilet Roll Angel waited in the sunshine for him to reappear. There was an odd feeling between them. Jack was still fighting back tears. There was so much he wanted to say to DP, yet he couldn't find the words. At last they heard the sound of hooves and jingling. And around the corner of the wooden house came Santa, now wearing his hat, jacket, and boots, leading the eight reindeer who were pulling his sleigh, which was piled high with presents. When they saw the sleigh, not to mention Santa, with his hat and boots on, the toys passing by crowded around to watch him take off, and with so many things watching, Jack found it even harder to put into words all he wanted to say to DP. Asked Santa. Yes. Say Jack. Uh, I just want to say goodbye. He turned to the toilet roll angel. We'll miss you at the top of the tree. Thank you, Jack. Said the angel in his sing-song voice. I miss being there. Jack turned to DP. I wish you could come home as well. He whispered. For the very last time, DP put his trotters round Jack's neck and Jack breathed, breathed in his grubby smell of hiding places and of the warm cave under the blankets with a trace of mom's perfume from when she kissed him goodnight. Losing is a part of living. Whispered DP into Jack's ear. He's not... Eh, that's me. Losing is part of living whispered DP into Jack's ear, his snout snuffling against Jack's hairs. But some of us live even though we're lost. That's what he lo- what love does. I'll always be here on the island of the beloved. And when you hug the Christmas pig, you'll be hugging me too. Because we're twins, Jack. And everything he feels, I feel too. But if you want to save him, DP went on, you must be quick. <clears throat> of all the things on the waist, the loser will most want to capture the Christmas pig as a warning to any replacement who tries to cheat him in the future. <clears throat> Goodbye, DP. 
said Jack as he let go of his oldest friend. Jack was so small now, Santa had to lift him up into the sleigh. I'm glad I'd seen where you live. Jack called down to DP, wiping away his tears again. I always knew you of the beach. I do, said DP's button eyes as wet as Jack's. Good luck, Jack, and give my brother my love. Thank him for what he tried to do. Tell him he's the best and bravest pig there ever was. Yeah. See you again. Bye. Mm-hmm.